It's a positive seed, manifestation is based on what you believe Outcome depends on how the situation proceeds But ain't no limit to what the power of the mind can achieve Keep it going, never stop it What's up guys, welcome back to another episode of Tribe 11 Podcast It's Nick and Devin here And today we're going to go into nutrition a little bit again I know we talked about it um, more so about you know the holidays coming up But today we wanted to go into just your everyday nutrition, you know, that your dieting and your nutrition doesn't have to be as difficult as you're making it. We come across the question uh, pretty regularly on, you know, what exactly we should eat, how much exactly we should eat, but in a sense of overthinking it, you know, when you're stretching yourself out that you're, you're not even concentrating on one, making sure that you are eating not just foods that are going to be more beneficial to you, but also, like, you may not be eating enough, overeating, or maybe the, the quality of what you're eating. No, definitely. I think it just doesn't, your diet just doesn't have to be as difficult as you're making it seem. When you're overthinking it, just start off with one thing. So when, you know, my clients or, you know, our members here, talk about the nutrition, the first thing that we go into is your protein intake. People underestimate and, and under eat protein more so than anything because it's really easy to eat carbs, it's really easy to eat fats, because those things are in everything. But they're not getting enough protein in. So I usually tell people to eat minimum of 100 grams and if your goal is 100 grams and you, fi- you fall a little short on it, that's fine. But at least you're getting 100 grams. Your body does need that to rebuild muscle, um, repair, repair your tissues, and just a fun- uh, function normally and efficiently for the rest of the day. Your protein isn't going to be an energy source. So that means that it's going to be used for other things. Your energy sources are going to come from your carbs, your fats. But if you're focused on how many calories you're eating versus the macronutrients in those calories, right? Because people will say, oh, well, I only eat 1,200 calories, but I'm not losing weight. Well, 1,200 calories of what is usually what I ask. Because if you're eating 1,200 calories and it's all coming from carbs, well, you're not going to expend that much energy. So that energy has to store for later use, and it stores as fat. So, I mean, the first thing I have people do is look at their protein. and try to track their protein for at least a couple of days so I can kind of see their habits. And I know Nick does the same thing. And once we can establish, okay, how much protein are you eating along with how many calories you're getting in in total, then we can start on that aspect of your nutrition, right? If you're under eating your protein, you're overeating carbs and fats, but you're still staying within your calorie range, it's like, okay, let's switch out some of this for this, meaning some of your carbs and fats for protein. Um, and then if you're not even getting enough calories in, it's like, okay, are you hitting at least enough carbs and fats? Then let's just add protein in. Each person's different and each situation is different. But the main thing I would say is look at your protein and see if you're getting in at least 100 grams. And I think like a lot of people do underestimate, you know, how much food, at least like the the whole foods and satiating like sources of protein are for example like you know eggs like chicken um beef like lean stuff like um one of the members the other day told me like going off of their meal plan like man i didn't realize how much 
140 grams of protein is going to be the volume and the, of food that he was trying to eat. So I'm like, yeah, if you look back on it, it's like you don't realize that when you are actually eating, um, you know, or at least the choices of what you're eating, the, the food, if it's more whole, uh, whole foods, you know, not kind of like junky sugary stuff or anything that may be processed, I should say, right? right? It's like you realize how filling it is because of the density of the food, right? And like before you know it, though you're trying to hit your protein goal and it's like you have very little um, room actually, in, especially in the beginning, very little room to be hungry for all the extra stuff that you think you would be craving. That, and I feel like that's where a lot of people start to overthink things because they start to fit all the things that they think they will want before not prioritizing what is their main goal in the yeah. beginning, which is that protein. That's what, that's what I usually I'll tell people. You don't have to plan out your whole day for like our nutritional guide that we have and I'll you know, try to attach a link to this episode so you, you guys can see it. Um, but when they're starting their nutritional guide and they're starting to work on their nutrition, the only thing I have people do personally is track your protein, but the day before plan, plan your protein out, hit your protein goal the day before. So you already know what you're going to eat. Now you still have leftover calories. You can eat carb fat. You know, if it is a little more protein, that's fine. But at least now we know you hit your protein goal. The rest is going to be easy. You want an apple, have an apple. Is it in your calories? Cool. You're not worried about tracking everything because you already know you're going to be at least on track on the main thing, the main goal that we're starting off with. You know, so it's, I would say don't, don't overthink it. Start with one macro, which would be protein versus trying to set a goal for all three of the macros and make sure that you're hitting the protein goal. Then from there, you can figure out if your body responds better to carbs or better to fats and you know or what you prefer to eat more carbs or more fats and then fill your calorie allowance with that right and everybody's body is different um because the also another concern that does tend to come up is being too fixated on like the average you mean like oh what's the average of this i should be eating what's the average of this and the numbers that were like kind of too concentrated of a general broad you know spectrum that what your numbers is gonna be different from my numbers and different to another person's numbers. You know what I mean? So adjusting, you know, again, with being the protein, the main goal at first, and then adjusting your carbs and fats from there, it's like what my body responds better to is gonna be different from yours and then different from everybody else's. So you gotta give yourself and your body time to one, realize what, you, what your body needs and responds better off of. And then when you do realize what it is, you start adjusting and tailoring your, you know, your, your, um, how you plan things ahead off of that. It's like you're, you're researching yourself. And then from that collective data, that's how you, you know, make your plan to move forward. Definitely. And when you are adjusting your plan, because your plan is going to adjust and has to adjust as the time goes on, the thing that stays constant is, or somewhat constant, is your protein. Whether I'm gaining weight and trying to bulk up or whether I'm cutting and shredding, my protein is going to stay within the same range. Like you're not, you don't have to hit for me. Let's say I don't have to hit 180 grams to the T every single day. I like to tell people that 
if you're within a 10 gram window, so like if my goal is 180, if I hit 170 to 190, like I'm in that golden window. So if I'm going to be bulking, I'm not adding more protein to my bulk. I'm gonna be adding more carbs and more fats to get more calories in so that I can bulk. If I'm cutting, my protein is still staying the same because again, that's for my body and my muscles, all that stuff. I'm going to keep my protein the same and I'm gonna restrict some of the current carbs and fats that I'm currently taking to help me reduce the amount of calories in while I'm still keeping my calorie output high, which is, you know, from working out. Right. And part of the nutritional guide that we, um, you know, that we offer and provide to our members is if it fits your macros with you tailoring to that, being able to eat what you like in the span of a day and having that room as long as you stay within your numbers, stay within your means. But also, a food for thought uh, is... I like your pun. <laughs> I didn't even catch my own pun. <laughs> food for thought is that... You know, the missing ingredient. <laughs> it's like, think of it like a, um, if you go to the gas station, right? right? And you either put the lowest quality of gas to the highest quality of gas. You know what I mean? It's like kind of saying, I can eat this type of food, and yes, you are getting a certain amount of um, you know, macronutrients in that, protein, carbs, and fats. It may be processed, example, right? Example A, and then example B would be the more wholesome food, um, and then you're also hitting your, your macronutrients. It's like, technically, what would your body you know, have a better, um, digestion with it, absorb it better, and just a whole in general. It's like when you put in to each person their preference, but what kind of gas do you put in your car, you know? Like, are, you, are you putting 91 in your Honda? <laughs> <laughs> Not every <every> time. <laughs> but I mean, again, it's just... You know the green pump is not for your car. <laughs> <laughs> is it? Oh yeah, I tried it on my bike. <laughs> but I mean, it's it ties all in with you know, each and every day will be different as best as you can on majority of the days. My, my personal advice would be try to choose more wholesome foods, get some color on your plate. You know what I mean? That's always the best route to go. Um, and on, and on, the, on those certain days that you are feeling a little mentally drained, that you've been kind of, you know, on, on a good pace, and it does happen. You know what I mean? When, especially if your goal is um, you're cutting at the, mo at the moment and then you're on a calorie deficit. It's, it'll get to you after a certain amount of days. Um, and those times that you do feel like, okay, I could use a little bit of a processed food, and what I mean by that is a protein bar. You know what I mean? Yeah. What? <laughs> no, um, no, definitely, I agree with everything you're saying. Uh, I just you know, realized that we gave you like the first goal of what to hit, but almost like a part two of that first goal, if not, then your second goal to hit, because it is just as important, is your fiber. Um, it's not a macronutrient, but it does play a macro role in your nutrition. Um, you do want to try to stay within like the 20 to 30 gram range. If you go a little higher, that's fine. But you if just you're not- You the bathroom a lot? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But you're not getting, if you're not getting enough fiber in, and especially if all of a sudden you're increasing your protein goal to where you need to be, you will start to get a little constipated and stuff. 
So make sure you're getting the, those greens in, you know, make sure your plate is colorful, like Nick said, because if not, then you're going to have a reverse reaction to what you should be having. You should feel more efficient. You should feel like you have more energy. Like you should feel you're getting better recoveries. But all of a sudden, if you're bloated because you're having gone in the bathroom in a few days, like you're not going to feel the best. So make sure you are getting enough fiber in. Make sure you are trying to get holistic foods and try not to eat too many processed foods. But what's actually crazy, um, kind of a little side note, something I was reading earlier was that the FDA is changing the term, like marketing term of healthy. Like it's been the same since 1994, I believe, but just recently they changed it. So now all the foods that you used to see on the box or on the packaging that said healthy or healthy choice or all those things, mm-hmm. now there's more restrictions on it. But certain foods that weren't on the healthy list before and recommended by the FDA, such as like salmon, avocado, and I want to say it was olive oil, um, those are now on the healthier foods, which they are healthy foods and they should have been on there the whole time. But yeah. like the FDA has switched up how people can market their food. So now you're not going to get as many foods with high processed things in or you're not getting as many foods with like tons of added sugar or tons of added sweeteners, all those kind of things. But it might have a little bit of avocado or a little bit of this, and that's why they're saying it's healthy. So some of the things that have been taken off the, like, the healthy list is like granola bars, a lot of like the cereals. Um, what was the other one? There was something else that you know people probably stick to. I can't think of it right now, but. If that is the case and they are being more strict on it, then you can, you know, start to use those things as snacks. Like if you see something with healthier on it, then know that that might be a healthier option. Look at the ingredients, make sure they're following the guidelines essentially. But, you know, there are tons of things out there, tons of supplements, tons of snacks, especially nowadays. I literally just saw and told Nick about, I just saw a vegan chicken breast, which is crazy. And that's a topic for a different day. Um, but there's so many things out there that, you know, you can make your diet easy. You don't have to sit there and eat chicken, rice, and broccoli for every single meal to have, to be in your calories. You know, there's so many supplements, there's so many things that you, if you plan it ahead and you do a little research, even when you're at the market, like your research doesn't have to be online, like you can be at the market, go down the aisles. Don't just go getting what you need to get, like go down certain aisles and look at different things. Try to choose a healthier option from what you've always chosen. Right, yeah. But I mean, with that, I say, you know, that's that's our first little little add-on to the holiday nutrition, you know, setting your first goal, if not your first two goals on protein and fiber, and make sure your color, your plate is colorful. Um, Plan ahead, that's always a good way to start. And remembering that you are on a path to your goal, so, make the best choices that you're able to when having to face those decisions like, should I get this or should I get this? You know, whether you're at the market or you're on a quick run to get your lunch, it's at the end of the day, you shouldn't be a slave to your nutrition, to your diet. You have to work with it so it works for you, not against you. And it does get easier. Like you're, you do have a pre-plan ahead, maybe for the first day, a couple days, the first week, first month, but if you, usually eat about the same things you start to learn okay this i've had these meals today i know i'm probably a little low on protein so it becomes easier as you go 
the beginning is tough and it does seem tedious, but realize that your goals are, are worth that, that work. They're worth that extra, you know, five minutes it takes to plan out your protein. So with that, with that being said, thanks for listening and we'll talk soon. Later guys, have a good one. And don't forget to send us your questions or anything you guys might want to hear.